Hello. Oh, let's go like that. <laughs> I'm going to try to fix my eyebrow for you. Okay. <laughs> Aha. Let me put my earbuds in. Hello. Hello. Does anyone do this? I'm just getting it all set up. I'm Hi, Shirley. Hey. <laughs> I'm not, and you're going to have to apologize by the time I get this thing spun around. I'm in full New Mexico mode, man. Nice. I used to live there. So yeah. I can like, I can shift into New Mexican mo New Mexico mode. No problem. Let's get a problem. I used to live in a trailer in New Mexico. Really? I got married in a meadow in New Mexico. Nothing wrong with that. I, got, I can I, out New Mexico you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm not hard out New Mexico, but I used to date a meadow. I think she was from New Mexico. How, how, how strange is that? I love it. You dated a meadow? Her name was Meadow? Yeah, and she was from New That's Mexico. That's a very New Mexico name. I, You know, I'll, if we're going to go there, I used to date somebody named Sunshine. Her legal name from her parents was Sunshine. Yeah, she was born in the 60s yeah, or 1960s. 70s. That's, yeah. Yeah. I met people in Taos with names like Lumina, you know. <laughs> I love Taos. And I I'm an astrologer. And I'm like, really? Lumina? <laughs> so uh, before, I think, are we, we're recording now, right? So we're recording. I now. mean, so you're recording on your end. I'm not on my end. So. Yeah, you can if you want to. Whatever you like. It's man. lovely to meet you. I don't think Zoom works that way. I don't think I can record and you can record so. Would you like a copy of the raw? I'd be more than happy. To I mean, sure. Yes. We just might be brilliant, Jeff. You never know. Well, you're going to have to really grade on a curve from this side, man. Um, a lot can of I say hi to Shirley really quickly? No, no, Because no. she's your agent. She's your agent. <laughs> or is she my agent? I think she might be mine. A little bit of both, but yes. Of are, course. are you? She's right here. Yeah, I'm right here. Who are you? Who are you pimping out tonight, Shirley? <laughs> I'm just trying to make, you know, the connections and get it all working. Hi, Shirley. I appreciate it. And happy almost birthday, Jeff. So, Jeff, let me just confirm your birth info. So, yeah. I have July 13th, 1969. And then 3.40 p.m. Okay. And you're a good old boy from San Antonio, Texas. Yes, ma'am. All, all the best men. Here. Come here. Texas. Here. Trip. Here, sorry. Is that a is that a deer or an elk? That's a, yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> that's my German short hair pointer. That my lovely life. Oh, they are the best dogs hey, in the world. Right here. Come here, come here. Up, up, hey, up, Gunta, up, up, Gunta. He's a dick. But Those he, are literally the best dogs in the world. He is. Uh, he's something else. He's gonna have to. She got a grade on a curve on that one too for him. We're both idiots. My sister has six German short hair pointers. What is she, is she is she okay? My sister is a pointer sister. Um, she married a man <laughs> with no dogs. She had one little poodle. He had no yeah. dogs, and uh, he fell so in love with her poodle, and he said, "Hey, I used to have German short hair pointers. I should get another one." And they got one. And then he got into the field trial world, and the dog became oh, so oh. successful. Yeah. That everyone wanted her puppies. So then he had 
for puppies and then everyone wanted and then those dogs became so successful that everyone wanted the best of their anyway they keep having puppies yeah and then they fall so in love with them they can't give them all away so you have to keep one of each litter to keep them keep two of each litter at their house Mm -hmm. so they now have six yeah Yeah. they they are fantastic i love he's i know he's all all black too he's He's beautiful his his face is jet black not one single color but black it's always like they dip their head in a paint can you know it's so nice yeah yeah very cool. So we'll, so we'll, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll do your press, your press sheets. We'll run your, that's a great picture, by the way. Fantastic haircut. Oh, thank you. If only I looked like that. You do. <laughs> Absolutely. You do. And uh, so we'll, we'll put that together and we'll run it. We'll, we'll cut this up in one minute clips. I'll, if you okay. want approval, if you want approval on them all, I'll, I'll send you approval. Oh, I could not care less. Is, no. But there's all there's also things that you you probably know that people like to hear that you say sometimes. So please make sure. recommendations of what of what you would like to see on the one minute one minute promos or the thirty second. Okay. Like, like yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I'm from the improv comedy world, so I yeah. care more about being funny than being profound. So mm-hmm. let's just be funny, Jeff. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a fucking blast. <laughs> let's entertain everybody. Yeah, because I I have no script whatsoever. Yeah. Great. I have no education either. (laughs) My dog. Oh, no. My non-dog dog. dog. This is actually my nephew's dog. I don't have a dog at the moment. I have um, cats. I'm a crazy cat lady. What is that? It's a um, Pomeranian, a little old lady Pomeranian. They come white like that? Yeah, and they come with a, a, a wolf face where they look like a dog, or they come with what's called an apple face where they look like an animatronic stuffed animal. <laughs> oh, like the, yeah. Like the, uh, the an animatronic boy. stuffed animal. Yeah. Oh boy. That dog is going to read. Have you, are, have you guys been in New Mexico before? Uh, I have, I've been all over the state. I, I with my uh, old business, I was uh-huh. uh, state. Yeah, nice. All the labs here and then the schools and everything else. The, the schools. Are- there are coyotes out there. So watch out. Don't let your dog just do whatever it wants. Like, careful. Careful. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were talking about that too. We've been. Yeah, so there's people- also porcupines. Every dog I know in New Mexico has had a face full of quills. Yeah, it happens. So, it does happen. Because they're dumb. They're like, what are you? What are you? <laughs> and then they get like a face full. So we've been really fortunate. We've we've had we have porcupines in at home too. Oh gosh! And he's been nose to nose with two of them, and he is so quick. I don't know. I, he's just pretty good. He's been nose to nose with two skunks too, and still hasn't been sprayed. Wow! I know. Yeah, I had a Jack Russell Terrier that was constantly getting skunked. She was like, "Do you do the tomato and hydrogen peroxide?" Yes, it's a nightmare. Yeah, and baking soda and. Dawn dishwashing liquid. It's a mess. It's a mess. And and it was always when my husband wasn't home. Every time. It was always me at the in the middle of the night with the dog yeah. <laughs> in the laundry room getting soap everywhere. Yeah. All right. So that's so are you kids a, are you are you kids like a hot, happy couple? Is that what's happening over there? No, man. We're, that- business, we're business partners. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bummer. Well, uh, Huh? <laughs> what a bummer. Because Shirley's a catch, Jeff. Clearly, man. Can't you turn I, this around? 
I, on the other <laughs> hand, at the moment, I'm probably not much of a catch at all. Yeah, you said everyone in your life hates you right now. So, yeah. And then it what? got worse. Do you want to know what happened the last week since we talked? Oh, my God. What? We, can do a, we can do a whole soap opera thing. We'll cut this up, too. Don't worry. Why does everybody hate you? What's going on? No, the hate is I'm not really a lot of hate anymore. But I found out that uh, I, I died. I drowned in a shipwreck in 1968 in a previous life. And I just let that go, like, in the last few days. Like, oh, so you were re reincarnated that fast. Did yeah. you just have like rebirthing or like regression? Well, I did a, I did a karma realignment, right? And so we had some, Oh my God. Right. We had the, so there was a generational karma block, right? Okay. And with, in conjunction with DMT, I had, I had some, Oh, so wow. I went to DMT with this car and the, my karma alignment lady. She has this chance thing with, but so the DMT, the karma realignment, I had a dream, not in the, no, it wasn't a dream, but I was in the cold water. I was totally at peace, oh. totally oh. at peace in, in a pretty blue water. Drowning's was, apparently a very easy way to die. That's what yeah. they say. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very gentle, gentle. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So when I woke up the next morning, she sent an email without knowing what I found, knowing what I dreamt. She sent an email. She said that her message that came through was that I was killed in a, in a I died in a shipwreck. My crew and my parish in a shipwreck. Oh my God. Before I told her about my dream. And so she Have you been life. afraid of water in this lifetime or afraid yeah, of boats or? Deathly afraid of blue water. Oh. So boats my entire, I'm a sailor. I sail the ocean. Okay. I solo sail the ocean in big giant sailboats, but I don't get in the water. Getting in a big giant sailboat is getting in the water. That's crazy. See, I wouldn't do that. That's crazy. Yeah, we sailed the <laughs> St. Croix last year. We we woke up one morning and said, hey, oh, the wind looks good. Fuck it. St. Croix, let's do it. That's blue water. Yeah, I know. And so what is your business that you guys do? What do you guys do? I don't do anything. No, it's a podcast. We're making a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's so your talent coordinator. Yeah, we're trying to sell this. Nice. So we have we have a little traction in that area. You have a great voice for it. Well, thank you, ma'am. That's great. Yeah, I think it's. I'm partial to Texans, so. <laughs> yeah, you something about that. My husband's from Dallas. Yeah. I am too. North yeah. Texas, the way to go. Oh, he's from Richardson. Yeah. He was just there last week. Yeah. It's Should hot. I shut my shade? It's like black. It's kind of like. Man, I, like... I love the I love the shiny light. Okay. It lights up your hair. It lights up I'll your leave eyes. It open. Yeah, it lights. Oh. It, it does it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> I'm gonna give Diz a quick. Uh, did you invite Diz? Oh, oh shit! Can you give me two more minutes? Can you invite Diz real quick? Whatever you want. It's your show. <laughs> so we need to invite one more person. And okay. Then, then we'll jump full into this. So once you, yeah, go ahead, take it. She can hear me. <laughs> Shit. Wait, I can. I it. love it. You're like a good old boy doing karma realignment. Red, so awesome. I'll just check my messages. Ta -da. Hello. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get this fixed. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I got to do something. The light is too crazy. The signals, the, you know, the thing in there in, in Santa Fe, kind of almost off grid. Okay. <laughs> you know, the internet connections. But, you know, maybe you meant something more on a personal level. Or is the dog, the dog come out? Yeah, he's behind the ship. Or it's sort of behind the ship. Gotcha. He's in the house? Oh. Little back up to his hole. Trip, come here, buddy. Trip, come here. Oh, good boy. Good boy. I love you so much. Nah. Good boy. Braver hund. Braver hund. Seats. Seats. Ah, I need a black braver hund. Braver hund. Braver hund. Here, I'll be right back. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Ah, look at that thing. What is that? I have another one. <laughs> That's a monkey. It's a squirrel, is what it is. <laughs> I like it. I like oh, it. You know what? Now I need to set a door. Hold on. Get out of there. We were just bragging on you for not getting the trees okay. back, dude. All right, ma'am. So here we go. I'm going to give Diz a, just a little, I'll give Diz a little three, two. Diz, our producer, she'll cut this up and put it all together. Okay, great. You just look like geniuses. So I'm going to give her a little three, two, one countdown. We'll put music in front of it with your your PR page and all that good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> you ready to go, Trip? And we'll go three, two, one. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Welcome to episode 19 of Conversational Romance. I have, uh, well, you saw the front page. I have the, um, well, can I say, is it endurable? Is that is that the right word? Or no, is it? Well, how about we'll just go with the uh, very talented Carol. Oh. <laughs> how are you, ma'am? It's like, are you asking me? I don't, I, I don't know if you're asking. <laughs> Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's great thank to be you. here, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, I think we're going to do a little birthday horoscope, right? Happy almost birthday. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm a kid anyway, right? Oh, nice. I'm working my okay. way up to about the 14-year-old level. Oh, okay. Very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, most men are about the, you know, preteen. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm kidding. I love men. Men are awesome. Um, right. Well, what, so for those, for those of you who uh, are new to me and what I do, I do Vedic astrology, which is from India. And it's believed to be the original system of astrology. Uh, there are many, many, many systems of astrology, which I didn't even know until I started studying. So there's Celtic and Mayan and Egyptian and Hebrew and Roman and Persian and Greek and Babylonian and Chinese and Nepalese. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and they, they had no way of communicating. They all had to develop their own, right? Well, I mean, people have always gotten together. So there's always been trade and travel and war and intermarriage and I think essentially it was kind of a big giant game of telephone and <laughs> it was over centuries. So, you know, uh, Alexander the Great brought a bunch of Greeks into India, left a bunch behind, took 
Vedic astrology back to Greece. So there was for sure some sharing of books and information going on. Uh, and what's some level of detail, by the way, thank you for doing that. Oh, absolutely. And the yeah. tragedy of the Western system, which is what everybody's heard of, which is here in our newspapers and you know when you get your hair done and you're looking at vogue yeah. which i know yeah. you do jeff in your, in your closeted vogue reader i can tell yeah. where do you think i got this yes <laughs> yes uh so you know that's the western system and the western system is kind of a combination now of egyptian and roman and uh persian astrology and what happened with western astrology is uh you know, there was so much disruption of culture in the West. There were so many wars and so much, uh, you know, drama and trauma, especially in the Middle East. And all the great first writings of the Western system were in the ancient library of Alexandria. And they had a series of fires. They didn't just have one fire. They had a bunch of fires. And that was back in the day where if you wrote a book, you maybe had one or three copies and all the original copies were at this library and, you know, Western civilization will never know what it lost. So then in the Middle Ages, the church said, hey, we don't really like people yes. having, you know, self-reliance and self-development. We want everybody dependent on us. And so they basically went all over Europe and the Western world and the Roman Empire, which was giant. And they burned all the books and all the astrologers and all the numerologists and all the palmists and all the herbalists and everybody that could help other people. They basically put them out of business. And so by the 1800s, all the original works were lost. And uh, so you could only get third translations. Uh, and none of that ever happened in India. In India, it's believed that your chart is God's divine wish for you and that we all come in with a divine plan and a divine design and it's very integrated with their major religion and it's considered a blessing to get a reading and being an astrologer is considered a spiritual path and a spiritual practice so uh so I'm going to bless you today <laughs> I do I really do feel blessed <laughs> well I mean let's see if you really feel that way um, I'll take it well, so I have you right here. Uh, it's yeah. a little hard to read for the uninitiated. And uh, in the Vedic system, the biggest difference is the, con the the calculations are different. So most people end up being the sign before the sign they've always thought. Oh. So you've probably always thought you were a double cancer with the sun and moon in the sign of cancer. But you're actually a double Gemini. And... Uh, and I could bore you all with why that is, but in a nutshell, you are a double Gemini, which is why you have a podcast. Hello. It's the, what does it's that the, mean? Well, it's the sign of media. It's the sign of travel. We've been shitty chatting before this and you travel all over and you're, you know, a podcaster. Uh, it also means you're younger than your years. So even though it's your birthday, do, pe do people always think you're, you just said you're turning 14. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So Gemini is a very youthful, <laughs> playful, open-minded, uh, upbeat, positive sign. And to have the sun and the moon there is a really big deal. Now, I'll tell you what's even cooler 
is we have the very first zodiac in all of astrology. It's a 27 sign zodiac. It's called the nakshatras or the moon constellations of Vedic astrology. And your sun and moon are both in a sign within the sign of Gemini. That's so cool. You're going to love this, Jeff. It's called Punar Vasu, and it means the return of the light. Of course, it's called Punar Vasu. Oh, oh. Return what of, it, I've heard it. No, I know. That. So anyway, it means please. the return of the light, and it's right. symbolized by the sun coming out after storms, coming out from behind storm clouds. And it's thought that Punar Vasu people are um, very healing and uplifting to people who've been through drama and trauma. So are you the person everyone calls for advice or for help? Are you always rushing to the rescue of everyone in trouble? Are you, are you Mr. Helper guy? I try to be, I don't know if I do. Or are you just Mr. Fun guy? Because I will tell you a double Gemini is always going to have like the best parties and the best, you know, the best fun activities. To be be truthful, ma'am, I really don't know who I am. I used really? to, I used to be the guy that had the biggest parties because I always had the biggest truck, the biggest house, the biggest pool, the biggest. Oh. If it needed to be big, it was I had it. And, and well, I that's because you're a Texan, right? My big yellow hat, my big yellow car. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a ranch in downtown Dallas, and I buy diamonds by the ton, right? <laughs> I have empty fingers. If you need yeah, a place to store them, the I'd be happy to store them for you. Right, that's the old joke. Is everybody in Texas? Everything's big. So yeah, yeah. I don't. Know if that's the same. Big hair. Hey, you got it, right? I do, actually. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll tell you why you may not know who you are. Okay. So there is an influence that is not actually a planet. It's uh, an eclipse point. And it's called K2. Another name for it is the south node of the moon. And in Vedic astrology, we have something called planetary periods. And these are periods that show ups and downs and rise and fall. And they help to explain why in the same lifetime, you will be either the CEO or the janitor, right? You will be either in charge Marge or cleaning the toilets, right? And so you have been in a K2 period since uh, March of 2021. Now, Separate from the fact that there was just this little global thing that happened to all of us in the last few years, K2 periods tend to make people feel very much in transition and very much like old ways are falling away. Hmm. And truthfully, in your chart, K2 is in a combination that very much promotes spiritual growth and enlightenment. And part of what happens when we grow spiritually and we become more enlightened is our old identity, our old desires, our old ways of being, our old things that matter to us and feel important to us just don't anymore, right? And then we feel a little bit like kind of free floating through the universe. Whenever people say to me, I kind of feel like I'm free floating through the universe. I always know they're in a K2 period. So is that how you're feeling? Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Has it been a couple years now? Especially? It started, uh, you missed it. It started February of 21, but you're close. Oh, <laughs> I'm off by a whole month. <laughs> well, actually, February 26, I think. So, not just a couple of days. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I have you starting March 2nd. So I'm fired. I'm out. I, I got to go. I gotta You're go. Right. Honestly, um, to, tell you, to tell you the truth, though, we, uh, it was, we made the decision to get, um, the February made the decision to get out of Oman. It was the Middle East before everything got really bad. Oh. March 2nd is the day we flew. So we were, we were, were you we, living there or what we were, were you working, doing there? We were working down on the, uh, on the Yemen border. Oh, and so wow. it took, so by the time on the 28th, I was what is the world was going to shit. Yeah. No kidding. Guys, guys we got to go. So we took two days to get, to get back to an airport. And so the day we flew was March 2nd. So you're dead on. Okay. That is insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, K2 often pulls the rug out from under you. And the period prior to a K2 period is a Mercury period. And Mercury is the merchant. Mercury is business, business, business. Mercury is very powerful in your chart. It's forming what's called a success yoga or something called Badra yoga. It's very powerful. And it's activating your ninth house. It's in your ninth house and, and ruling your ninth house. So it activates the ninth house in two ways. And the ninth house is foreign countries. So that was a 16 year period where you were probably like hard charging and great guns. And you um do you want to know how many countries? Uh sure. 160. 160? Yeah. Dang. That's yeah. amazing. Well yeah. I was looking at your chart and I was like who is this guy? Because <clears throat> you have a lot of success. You have like in Vedic astrology, more important than what sign you are, what rising sign, what moon sign, are what are called yogas. And yogas are the combinations formed between the planets, signs, and houses. And all of our charts have hundreds of yogas, but a handful are considered the most important and the most impactful. You have a very rare one. You were born during the day, and the sun, the moon, and the rising sign are all in masculine signs. Now, when a man has that, this is called great fortune yoga, and it makes a person able to be very successful. And then there are certain ways with which money houses connect to other money houses in the chart. These are called Donna yogas or wealth producing yogas. And, you know, some of us have like one or two, the Paul Newman's of the world have like nine of these. <laughs> you have, let's count. You have one, two, three, four. You have four Donna yogas. That's really nice. Can I, can I store some of those diamonds for you? <laughs> yeah. What happened to those diamonds? Where are they exactly? No kidding, man. <laughs> Did you throw them overboard on your boat? Did you just get was, sick of them? Uh, yeah, they're, we're hiding them from the, all the divorces, right? <laughs> oh, no. All the divorces. Well, we could talk about that. Okay. Well, I, I will talk tell about that. You do? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay. Well, here's the good news. So yeah. Venus is women. Yeah. And Venus in your chart is in one of its very favorite signs. It's in uh, it's in a very beguiling, very sexy constellation called Rohini. And Rohini is associated with the conjugal arts, wink, wink. And it's all about like beauty and having a gorgeous home. So you've probably been with like completely beautiful, amazing women. And the house of partnership which is different than the planet of women, the house of partnership has debilitated Saturn. And that means you have been attracted to women that were in some way unavailable, unsupportive, angry. Um, and 
you know, truthfully, not to get super psychological on you, but you were born at the most waning phase of the moon. And the moon is the mother. And when a person was born at the most waning phase of the moon, the, the night you were born, there was no moon. Really? The, the, the moon was black. The moon was dark. So usually that means a lack of maternal care or a lack of maternal support. Was your mother unavailable or unhappy or absent or dead or what was going on with mom? Uh, mom, I was born in a, a mother's home uh, for wayward women. Oh, mom was like 17 and knocked up and had yeah. to give you up. Yeah. Oh, sad. Okay. So, and they did had, you ever find her? Yeah, I did. It was horrible. But oh, <laughs> no. It was really, really bad. Oh, I mean, there was some good. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I got that experience. But yeah. It okay. Out, uh, I, and it was, it was expectations of my family. Anyway, we can get that later going. Well, of course, because your whole life you're envisioning like this magical like reunion yeah. and like yeah. running across in slow motion and she's going to be, you know, yeah. Yeah. I am so sorry. Okay. So yeah, so being born when there's no moon means there's no mother and, and it affects even like stepmothers, right? So you'll have like the wicked stepmother or you'll have the evil oh, mother-in-law yeah. or adopted. you were adopted. And how I, were they? They were horrible. They were, yeah. Bunch of my proxy, all that kind of bullshit. Well, this is why you've become successful and you're like in 185 countries or whatever you said, right? Because you had something to prove. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Those of us, I'm here to tell you, Jeff, having a really great childhood, I had the happiest childhood. It prepares you for nothing. You go through <laughs> life going, why doesn't everyone worship me? Why am I not? Why isn't everyday Christmas? Like, uh like yes. and when stuff gets hard you quit you know <laughs> what i mean like i'm jealous of those of you who like had to like have grit and self-reliance and like had oh, to prove yeah. yourself so bless you we felt the same way about you guys with food and you know <laughs> no welts and shit <laughs> oh boy okay so when when you have no you know mom is the first love right mom is like the archetype of women Right. So when mom isn't, when mom is rejecting or absent, and then you have the evil stepmom, you know, Freud coined the term, the compulsion to repeat, the repetition compulsion, which means yeah. we go for what's familiar and we keep picking people that remind us of dear old mom and dad. And so even though we say we don't want that, we do it again and again and again. So, um, so you've probably attracted hot women that were difficult. <laughs> and then I will tell, yes. Okay. So it's the crazy, it's the crazy hot matrix, right? Like the hotter they are, the crazier they're right. So, I mean, have you seen that video? It's so hilarious. Anyway, I'll spare you, but, um, but here's what they would say about you. No offense. I'm just going to tell you what they would say about you. When someone's born, when there's no moon in the night sky, the moon, we only know about the moon because it reflects the light of the sun. The moon is in a relationship. That's how we even see it. And when people are born, when there isn't a moon, they have a hard time with self-reflection. They have a hard time knowing how they feel. You gotta stop. And 
they have a hard time with sometimes with empathy, no offense. So did women say to you like, hello, I'm here. What about me? Did women feel that you didn't see them or understand them or get them? Did they feel that you were yeah. a little? That was pretty high. Little... That was pretty high on the list. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah so when men have the sun and the moon in the same sign which happens and women listen women that have this are the same way Makes they have sense. a hard time fully seeing how they affect others and when people say to them hey you hurt my feelings when xyz happened they're like what are you talking about i don't know yeah. what you're talking about because i don't feel like i have the capacity to hurt somebody's feelings right oh well that's I, nice I, I don't feel i don't know <laughs> I'm really bad. I, I mean that I don't feel like my words are important enough to people that they could hurt them. Well, that is not true. All of us can hurt anybody, right? Um, the other thing about relationships is you have another yoga where most of your planets fall into one quadrant of the chart. Uh, and this is cool. This is called Shakti Yoga. This is another success thing. Shakti means power. You've heard the word Shakti if you've ever taken a yoga class, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, so Shakti means power. And people that have Shakti yoga usually have a lot of power and they usually achieve a lot in life because it gives you this incredible drive. Shakti yoga people are insanely productive. They are as busy as three Marines. They go and go and go and go and go. On your day off, you're still cleaning the garage and like filing your taxes, right? Like, is it hard for you to relax? I know right now you're on vacation, and, you know, but do you have a hard time putting your feet up? Nope. Oh, good. Okay, good. So good. But that I don't know that that but that's from a fear of failure, though. That's from paralyzing fear of failure. And here's what. So, but then this is why it's interesting to me. It's why I'm so confused because right now. I'm happiest when I am busy. Because it's who you are. I mean, you, your sun, moon, and rising sign are all in masculine signs. So and the masculine signs are active and they right. like to be productive. So I'm, and I'm agreeing. Yeah. I've never I'm, I've never been in a position where I've supported to do shit. But now I know nobody's supporting me anyway. So I'm just doing shit. Yeah. So, Good. So, yeah, so do what you want. Listen. But that we all in the last three years <laughs> found out anything can happen, right? And so... You got to ask yourself every day, what do I want? Me? I don't want to minimize what, you, what you're saying, though, because honestly, for the past couple of months, I, I sit down in my bed at night. And I look at my watch and go, how did I get all that shit done? How Who am I? What am I doing here? And, this, and I'm happy. And if you look at the, this past week, I got more done in this past two weeks than I have in the past 17 years, lady. Oh, my God. Wow. I've just been on a roll. So you, That's great. I'm happier than I've ever been doing it. That's so great. So you've nailed and that so you pulled, yeah. That's great. You just pulled it all together because that thank you very much, lady. Oh, I love it. Yeah. No, Shakti Yoga people, whenever people call me and they go, Should I hire this person? And they have Shakti Yoga. I'm like, Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so productive. I'll I'll well, tell you the downside. You do in your practice? Sorry? You do that in your practice? People consult you with their Oh, sure. I do. Oh, that oh sure. I help oh, people hire. I help, but it's illegal though, to ask people for their birth data. So it's tricky. Uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit tricky. Um, oh, I help people with everything. Like when to get surgery. And I help people pick pets. <laughs> oh yeah. I have. Yeah. I mean, I have so Wait. much fun. 
my mentor used to pick people's racehorses for them and tell them like, this one will get injured. This one will win. This one will cost you a ton of money and never win. I mean, astrology is applicable to anything. It's amazing. But um, one last thing I want to say about Shakti Yoga, because it's also part of all the ex-wives. <laughs> so how many ex-wives do you have, Jeff? Five. Five. Five you know what one. we call that? You know what we call that? Yeah. That makes you an optimist. <laughs> I love That's you. I love you for saying that. <laughs> I mean, you got to believe in love to get married five times, right? Believe in something. How long was the longest one? Uh, eight years. That's quality. That counts. Had two eight years. How long was the shortest one? Uh, 11 months. How many of them died? How many of them did you collect insurance? I'm kidding. I'm sorry. We can't. We have six more years where we can talk about that. Oh, holy mackerel. <laughs> I'm afraid now. Okay. Um. Well, I will tell you. Okay, so Shakti yeah. Yoga, part of what it does is it makes you really idealistic. Yeah. You are actually a total romantic. Part yeah. of you getting married all the time, the ruler of your house of partnership, the planet that's in charge of your house of partnership is Mars. Mars makes us move too quickly. Mars <laughs> makes you leap without looking. And in your chart, Mars is with Neptune. And Neptune gets very starry-eyed and very romantic and very like, oh, you know, like you get, you get sort of carried away on a pink yes. puffy cloud. Yes. What's the longest engagement you had? Three weeks. No, something, uh, probably six months. Really? So, okay. So what you need to understand, Jeff, is in the first six months when you're newly in love with somebody, you're literally drunk. It's like being on drugs. Oh, you're the, fifth, the fifth one, though, we were literally drunk. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, that must have been fun. <laughs> but the rest of us, even if you're not imbibing in right. libations, um, your own brain is creating right. this chemical cocktail. And so to make the most important decision of your life drunk is a really bad idea. So here's your assignment, Mr. From Parallel. You're not allowed to get married most, ever again. The most important decision in my life. What do you mean? Wait. Is to get married. I guess oh, you didn't you think it was. Oh, I'll marry anybody. Shit, I don't care. I guess so. Thank you. That's why you have all those diamonds. You just have one handy yeah. at any moment. Oh, there's like Ready to go. Um, well, so you want to know someone at least a year and a half to two years, because I'll tell you what else. So research has proven we don't really know someone for nine months to three years. So you were marrying strangers. Every time you got married, you married a stranger. Clearly. Yeah. You married a hot stranger. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you marry some unhot stranger? I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to try it. There's a song about that. You want to be happy for the rest of your life? Make an ugly woman your wife? Fuck that. That don't work. Oh, no, 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 no. That That's life work. is way too long to <laughs> be married to somebody ugly. Um, but I will tell you, so Shakti Yoga is very idealistic and gets yeah. very attached to their point of view. Yeah. And when you think something's going to go a certain way and it doesn't, you're like crushed, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, you you so your ideals are very high, your standards are very high, but you've you've married strangers and you've moved too fast. So 
we just have to slow you down. But I will tell you, I need to, I need to let you know the K2 period is until March of 2028. And it's a little bit, the whole time is a little bit kind of unbounded. It's a little bit like you're kind of in a liminal space this whole time. It's a long time. And now it doesn't mean you can't achieve anything and it doesn't mean you can't uh, accomplish anything. K2's in, in Virgo and Virgo is uh, a Mercury sign and Mercury's very strong in your chart. You have so much Mercury in your chart because you're a double Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury and you have Mercury in it with the sun and with the moon. And now you're in a K2 period and K2 acts like the sign it's in which is ruled by Mercury. So Mercury rules media, podcasting, social media, writing, publishing, speaking. So I don't know if you want to do seminars or you want yes. to travel or you want yes. to lead big events or you want to yes. do retreats. Yes. You know, you have Mercury with Jupiter. So you want to put together all the woo-woo people and have giant, you know, Mercury retreats. And um, all of that is great for you. All of that is perfect. And uh you know, you could really have like tremendous spiritual progress in this K2 period, like for real, like beautiful. You could have beautiful spiritual experiences. The challenge in K2 periods is financial. Be careful. There can be like a lot of financial losses and a lot of like sand. So I don't know if you had like a ton of crypto that all went away yeah. <laughs> or if all the wives took off with all the diamonds, you know, yeah. uh, but in a K2 period, you have to be careful of expenses and finances. Right. Uh, but you'll make it all back in the Venus period. The Venus period is 2028. It's for 20 years. Your golden years are going to be golden. You're going to have the last laugh. And you will, I hate to break to you, you will definitely marry again in a Venus period. <laughs> I think the big one is coming in the Venus period. I think the I think six is the charm. But you have to call me next time, Jeff. I got a vetter for you. I got to no, check hey, her out. Lady, we're going to be doing a lot of work. Okay. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Cause I'll one, come to your retreats. That would be fun. Absolutely. And we're gonna, I yeah. want to sit on the mountaintop with all the woo people. Let's put that together. <laughs> yeah. I, it's going to, it's going to look more like the Island of Misfit toys probably, but you know, oh. <laughs> we'll do our best. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to be doing a lot. So okay, fine. What, so what do you? What is it about? So every one of my wives were were born. They were their birthdays were between February two or February two and eleven. Oh, Capricorns! Yeah. In this system, those are all Capricorns. So what's that? So, um, I mean, they that can be fine, but it, we care more about the moon sign than the sun sign. We care about moon to moon compatibility. I will say though. Capricorn women, uh, did you feel like they were always kind of chasing you and always wanted more of your time yes. and attention? Yes. Did they always feel like they were more bonded to you than you were to them? Did they always complain that you weren't available enough kind of thing? Pretty much. And they, okay. they, were, they pursued me and they were, they, I married who I could, not who I wanted to, right? Who was oh, well, don't do that. Oh my God. You sound like a girl. Stop that. No, Everybody no. stop that. Marry the person you want. Hold out for that person. Right? No, but she, the restraining order. I fucking can't get past it. Which one? Oh, <laughs> as a joke. 
the girl you want has a restraining order. <laughs> Who said? Oh, we just need to get you a disguise and a new name. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, keep it. It'll be fine. But it's interesting. So Capricorn and Gemini. So you're a Gemini. Yeah. I'll teach you all a little That's something. So weird you say that. I can't even. I'm a Cancer. You have been a Cancer for 53 years. I'm learning that I know you are a cancer in the Western system. And here's the thing. Both systems work. Right. So, so how do the I, Westerns, why, why, why? So I have to read you every day now. Uh, you don't. And you're yeah. welcome to. So how, so how, do I, how do I, if I can't read it in the back of my Vogue, where do I, where do I go to get my, my, uh, my specialized one? Um, well, okay. So first of all, I call horoscopes for horoscopes because yeah. they're just silly. They're just right. goofy. I always say to people, read all 12, pick the one with the best news, right? I like pick it. the one that's the happiest. Um, because you're in the solar system and all the signs are within you. You were born here. I'm assuming. Were you born here, Jeff? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, uh, but but Capricorn is pursuing Gemini, which is why the women were all pursuing you. Okay. Uh, there's this little technique where we look at how much distance is there between the signs. And if you imagine your chart is like a pizza and their chart is like a pizza. And if you overlap their pepperoni pizza on yours and they're going in a clockwork the counterclockwise is it ca yes counterclockwise direction if their pepperoni is chasing yours so sun to sun nice. they are the pursuer if right. yours is chasing theirs you're the pursuer but what really matters is moon to moon but that is really interesting that you like capricorn women um capricorn women are very practical and very hard working did they all have big careers were they all very driven yes so yeah. you would like that about them. <clears throat> but I don't yeah. want that going forward. No, you don't. What do I want going forward? Well, I think in a K2 period, you shouldn't marry anybody. I think uh, you should marry. I think you should marry God, honestly, in a K2 that's period. That's who I'm that that's who I'm married to now. I think you should be a bride of Christ. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, man. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Who should who should who am I most compatible with? Um, you know, I love that question for anyone wondering. It's not that simple. I wish it was that simple. I wish I could tell you like yeah. your ideal sign. Um, mm -hmm. but again, it's moon to moon. I will say because you're a double Gemini, and I'm like in the weird sun. Forgive me, my okay. The sunset is it's the magic hour. I'm in the glow. I'm it. here in the glow. It really does. It's a fantastic look. You're in the glow. You're in New Mexico where it's so beautiful. But anyway, the sign that's your partner sign is Sagittarius, actually. Really? But you have to be careful, right? Because you're when you meet a Sagittarius, if you're used to Western astrology, they're a Capricorn, right? Because the signs go back almost an entire sign. So I'm so looking for a Capricorn. You're looking for someone around like the 16th, 17th of December to the like 20th ninth no 16th ish of january that's gotcha. who you're looking for that's a sagittarius gotcha. and they'll travel with you and they'll sit on a mountain and have retreats with you and they'll they won't chase you they'll make you chase them <laughs> i want to chase i want to be the man nah for the first time ever <laughs> uh, <laughs> go for it there you, you know, go. 
your ruling planet is Venus and Venus is feminine and you have Venus in Taurus, which is a feminine sign. And the ruling planet is almost as big of an indicator of who you are as your sun sign. And so, you know, so you respond to life, you go, sure, or no, or yes, I'll work hard for that thing. And that's fine. It's just, you know, Men do fall in love, ladies. I hate to break it to you. I'm going to sound very 50s. I'm going to sound like Donna Reed right now. Men do fall in love by like achieving something, having to work hard for something. They like the chase, unless they're like a super beta and they're exhausted. <laughs> Some men you do need to nudge. Yeah. I love it. Listen, nothing's wrong with a beta. You no. just got to find a one that has their life together because betas can be, you know, a little wanting a mommy and no woman wants that. We want to kill those guys. Um, yeah. And weirdly in the sun, we're here now. <laughs> here. Up there. there you go. <laughs> You're in the dark now. But yeah. So Jeff, it's kind of exciting. I'm very excited about your Venus period. Your Venus period is going to be amazing. You're going to be like king of the world in your Venus period. And you're going to be like rich again or more years. rich it's in five years yeah so what are you doing in that period do you know i mean you don't know yet none of us know but no, don't know podcast we'll see what happens from there okay trying to sell to the radio my dream is Something... radio. that's what i want to do you have you have the voice for it Ooh. you have the face for i'm kidding no everybody <laughs> tell you that's absolutely <laughs> I just had to. It was sitting right there. Was, that's such a rude joke. I I'm totally know. kidding. I used to have a radio show, and I used to always say, "I have the wardrobe for radio." <laughs> how was? How did you? How did you like being a radio? Oh my god! It was so. It was the most fun I've ever had. It was fantastic, really? and it you... led to all my dreams coming true. It was amazing. Why'd you quit? Because the station folded. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I got I got shown the door. Yeah. yeah. I don't quit anything. I have to be shown the door. You yeah man I'm with you. That's a that's yeah. a good day. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Dang it. Yeah. So no, I'll tell please. you what else is happening. So please. your birthday is Thursday. Yes, ma'am. And a little fun thing for everyone. So everybody's solar birthday is the day the sun returns to the sign and the degree it was when they were born. Okay. But that doesn't always perfectly line up with the Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian mm -hmm. calendar, the, the year is not a perfect 365 days. So sometimes your astrological birthday is the day before your birthday. Wait, what? And sometimes it's the day after. So sometimes we get a bonus birthday. This year, almost everybody I've checked gets a gets the day after as their astrological birthday. So Thursday is your Gregorian birthday, but Friday is your true birthday. So you, I, and it's funny. I always say to people, "Did you feel like the day after your birthday was more your birthday?" And a lot of people say yes. So see how you feel, but I think you should celebrate both days. You know, it's funny. I will. Good. I, I think two, you should. I have two days, in, two days in Winslow, Arizona. That's the only stop we have with two days. Oh, I've been there. It's fun. Did you stand on the corner? I did. Yeah. And there's a, you know, they have a sculpture to mark it. Yeah, we did. We took a picture. Yeah. I'm going to try to do a podcast from that corner. We'll see how it works. Ah, uh, that's great. I got these little microphones. Just clip them on. Say, hey, where are you on the corner? We'll see what happens. <laughs>
Yeah. From Winslow, Arizona. I don't remember the lot, the, the lyric, but yeah. Fun. What else is happening? What, so what do we well, do? Well, okay. So I know you have kids. Yeah. And the planet Saturn who causes trouble is sitting in your house of kids right now. And that makes us feel separate from our kids. That makes us feel like not as close, not as supported. So yeah. how many, how many wives did you have kids? That's the one. Oh, okay. The eight-year one? One yeah. of the eight-year ones? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, how many kids do you have? One, just one. Oh, okay. Phew, you got off easy because five yeah. wives, you could have had a pack of kids. You could have had like your own school full. Maybe to be more correct, I just didn't get off at all. <laughs> hey, there we go, everybody. Oh. <laughs> I well, saw the leave you on that one. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> well, so Saturn moved into your house of children in January and um, anyone listening. So Saturn is now in the sign of Aquarius and Saturn is the planet of hard lessons. Saturn forces us to do our work. And usually he gets our attention by making things difficult so that we like dig deep and then turn it around. So the end of January, Saturn moved into your house of children and it's there till March of 2025. No, and that can be both a hard time in, with your relationship with your child, yeah. as well as a time that's hard for your child. So how's your kid doing? And, and she won't talk to me. She hasn't talked to me. She hasn't talked to me since February. Well, there you go. It started January 17th. You missed it again, lady. I missed it again by like 11 days. Um, yeah. So is she giving you anything to work with? Is she telling you what she needs or what she wants? She needs me to die. She needs you to die. That's, That's about it. I ruined her life. I've scarred her forever. She'll be on medication forever. It's all my fault. Her mother's perfect. Oh, no. Okay. So did mom do a little um, parental alienation with her, do you think? A lot of it. Her mom, her grandmother's a narc, and her grandmother lived with her for six years. How old is your daughter? 18. Oh, okay. So I am really sorry. That is really <laughs> hard. Um, have you asked her to go to therapy with you? Yeah, we, yeah, there's no talking. There's really? No, I'll get, they'll, she'll post us on something, you know, really, really hurtful on social media every now and then. And it's, it's it's not even her idea. It's her. It's her. It's exact. It's her words of her mother, right? And so, and she still works for her ex, for, for my fifth wife. My, they're controlling her with money. There's nothing I can do right now. So there's books on parental alienation, and anyone listening, I hear these stories every week at least, and a lot of people haven't heard that term, so they don't realize it's a thing, and they don't realize how common it is. The tragedy of it is the person they that is the most hurt by this isn't you it's your child i know i agree so the parent that's churning the kids against the other parent isn't thinks that they're hurting the other parent because of course they are but the person they're really hurting is their own kid because saying to your kid your dad is a mofo right mm -hmm. they're like oh that's half of me i'm i'm from him i'm part of him i'm you know, so it's so bad. So anyone listening to this, who's doing that, you're hurting your kid. And anyone who's listening to this, who's having that done, get books on it. There's books all over Amazon. There's many, many wonderful books. There are coaches that can help you. Um, 
it's so, so sad. And what's baffling about it is oftentimes kids will turn against the healthier parent and the kinder parent and the more loving parent. And do you know why? Because it's so painful to not be close to both your parents. And the one that's kinder and more loving and healthier is the safer one to act out with. Isn't that interesting? You always forgive them, yeah. That's the parent that you know is really there for you. So that's the parent you can actually be an asshole to because you know they won't quit. So my best suggestion, take it or leave it, Jeff, is be your Poonar Vasu self. Be like the sun coming out from the clouds and just take the high road and just say, I love you and I'm here for you. I love you and I'm here for you. I I love you and I'm here for you. And there's always a reckoning and the truth always comes out and the cream always rises. So just be the cream. Just be the cream. That's the goal. That's the plan. Thank you for I'm that. I'm really sorry. That's all right. The worst. The worst. We, we have to live, right? It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Bless so, you. Bless so, you. How busy are you? How do people get a hold of you? How hard? Oh. Are you? <laughs> well, my favorite favorite thing is the thing you want to do. I lead retreats and workshops all over the country. I have a couple coming up. I have one in New York at the end of August and one in Chicago at the end of September. Uh, Everybody that comes gets a reading, but we mostly learn about relationships and how to have great ones, how to attract love, how to both use, you know, your higher self and the best dating and mating practices, right? Because there's so much most of us weren't taught and weren't modeled about love and relationships. And it really is a skill set that most of us have nowhere to go for. It's like you turn on the television and the happiest couple on TV are Marge and Homer and he's drunk oh and she's codependent, right? Yeah, well, they really love each other. They're very cute. Um, so yeah, so I am at loveisinthestars.com or it's also simpler, soulmatestars.com, soulmatestars.com. I have amazing, uh, quickie, very inexpensive reports where you can run, you know, compatibility. You can look at what's called relationship capacity. You can find out, you know, is somebody right for you? Is somebody capable of being a good partner? Uh, I have calendars that show you the best days of the year for all kinds of activities for you. Uh, I give readings, I, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed. I've been doing this work over 30 years now, Jeff. It's crazy. Seven when you and, start- uh, I started when I was two. There you go. Perfect. Sorry. To <laughs> and it just works. It's this divine system. And I don't know how people get through life without it. And uh, it's really a gift. It, it's really is cool. Is it draining to you? Does it drain you? You know what's hard? I will tell you the part of my job that I am incompatible with. I'll tell you that. Yeah. The part that's hard is uh, not seeing what people want me to see. Having to deliver bad news or having to uh, tell people what they don't want to hear. If that makes me want to go sell real estate pretty regularly. <laughs> so... <laughs> So get me before I quit and sell roots. <laughs> yeah. I am I am I'm very intrigued with the retreats for sure. I and the funny thing is I've started doing uh doing the research and started the first 10 things of how to date like a caveman and what to expect when you date a caveman. Uh well I'll tell you the advantage cavemen have, right? What, 
Please they do. are connected to their own animal intelligence. You've got to listen mm -hmm. to your own feelings and how your body responds to the person just from across the table. And because here's what we do. We go, oh, something's off. My stomach's tight. I feel anxious. I have a twinge. My intuition says this person's not for me. But then they, but then here's what we do. We go, but they're so cute, right? Or, but I'm so lonely. Or, but now I have beer goggles, right? And so we disregard our animal intelligence that we all have so much of. And because, okay, all those women you married, did you really think in your heart of hearts on your wedding days, nope. this is going to work? Honestly, number one, yeah, I did. Okay, that's nice. How long did number one last? A year. Oh, and what happened? I was, I don't know. I was, I was. She flamed out. Yeah, who knows, right? I was a dickhead. I wasn't really even a dickhead. It was just, I wasn't, I wasn't ever, I didn't know who I you was. You weren't ready. Yeah. You weren't ready. Listen, with the I, childhood I, you had, you were a little feral, I bet. <laughs> you were young. You were young. So I am intrigued. And it is about, you know, you're right. It's about communication. Absolutely. And you're, when you're in, and one of the things that, that, that one of my points is you have to be able to have a morning where you can communicate all morning long without ever saying a word. Well, you know, the happiest couples. So we have this technique in Vedic astrology, which is how they arrange marriages to this day. And it's oh, right, right, right. centuries, centuries old. Right. And it shows the effect affinity you naturally have like the energetic ease and flow you have with someone right. it doesn't say like if they make enough money or if they're the right religion or right. you know it says will you feel comfortable is there a foundation of friendship just um, you know you know when you meet someone and you immediately feel comfortable or you immediately don't or is you're like oh i feel attracted but i feel has, anxious has anybody ever started a database for matching people, you mean? Yeah, in the in I get asked this all the time. No, they haven't. I mean, to my knowledge, card? they have. You can't plug in my card. Just plug I in my don't... card and see who will ask you. Right? Well, we it's, that, it's right. Yeah, I mean, it's a little more tricky than that, right? Because all that's going to show is the energetic affinity. You might not like where they live or what they do for a living, or let them figure that out. Yeah. Here's, here's 15 people that you match energies with. Good luck. Well, this is what they do in India, right? I, when you I, want to get married, yeah. you find your village astrologer or your family Wait. astrologer, and you sit down with the charts of different candidates, and they say, this one. Or yeah, we, we can make this happen. I know <laughs> I know, softies, I know softies that can do this in their sleep. Uh, data point collections. We can, buy it from, we can buy it from Google. Ooh, well, let's talk. Let's yeah. yeah, I we, don't we, know. We have I don't... Five, five years to figure it out. Yes, exactly. 2028. <laughs> we're like to the moon, baby. <laughs> to Venus, all the way to Venus. Wow. Yeah. So all of that is at Soulmate Stars. And um, I'd be grateful to hear from anyone. And yeah, and I have a really fun newsletter there. And uh and uh it's just, it's just, I don't know how people get through the day, let alone life without this information. I'm going to, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. And I, uh, I look forward to uh, what's next. Great. You have a lot to look forward to. 
Sorry. You're a positive guy. Do you remember those toys called Weevils? Yeah, Weevils wobble, but they remember don't fall Weevils down. wobble, but they don't fall down. That's Absolutely. you. You're really resilient. You're really positive. You're really optimistic. You're really, you're really a lover, not a fighter. Did you ever smoke? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you have smoking. Do you swear like a sailor when you're upset? Yeah. Okay, you have that in your church. Do you still smoke? <laughs> no, man, I smoke weed. Good. Okay. That's better than, you know, yeah. two packs a day. Um, yeah. But yeah, you want to like wear your seatbelt and take your vitamins because your Venus period is going to be, you're going to be like, I've waited my whole life for this. Seriously. That's yeah. Exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah, Not everybody right. gets one of those. So. Not a, so how do you be, how do you get so lucky? How, how do you, how does that happen? Everything is karma. I have no idea. You'll have to ask God when you meet her. <laughs> so my, my so my karma realignment, right? See, so that's what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about how to shift our karma. No, we're talking about the train schedule you were born with. So, so, so this is I don't have I can't affect this karma. Well, so we all have a spectrum we're working within, and you can go to the high end of it or the low end of it, okay. right? Yeah. You can have a bad attitude and sit around and just feel like life owes you and right. like eat junk food and smoke all day and yeah. like. Go to the low end. <laughs> yeah, that's, wait, that's the low end? That's the low end. Oh, sitting shit, around feeling like thing. life owes you and eating junk food all day. Yeah, <laughs> that's the low end. Or you can go to the high end, take good care of yourself, work hard, be healthy, meditate, connect with your spirit and the greater spirit beyond. And um, and that's going to the high end. So oh, that's, the part. that's the part for me. That's the part. But I got to say, Jeff. You could become enlightened in this uh, in this K two period, and especially twenty twenty five, February of twenty twenty five to January twenty twenty six is like such a spiritual time. Like wow, wow! So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Uh, yeah, we couldn't. Um, huh. I don't. I'm so full of gratitude right now. I've kind of lost the gift of gab. I believe. Oh, <laughs> you're taking the, okay. the bull. You're taking the shit out of my bull, lady. I've struck you dumb. You're out of work. You have struck me dumb. That's a four. That's a four hundred and thirty-seven thousand time I've ever had. <laughs> well, Veronica and I are wishing you a happy birthday, and um, everyone out in radio, Facebook land, podcast world, um, thank you for watching, and uh, and more to be, more to come. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right, Thank you for joining us. Have a good time. See you, you later. Too. Bye. Bye. All right, and we're out. Dizzle okay. Time. We should be. We should probably have this up probably tomorrow. Look at look in your email tomorrow afternoon. Okay. And um, if you uh, are you gonna put like a loves and the stars link anywhere? Because I could give you an affiliate link and send you money. Absolutely no, no, no money, ma'am. I don't worry. Okay. Let's don't. Let's don't. But do I money. would be grateful. I would be really grateful. You do me, I do you. Right? You send. I'll Thank put you. Your links. Uh, send me the links. How you want me to do it? And what were you doing in Yemen? Like, what's your business? I'm so curious. I, was, I did security for foreign governments. Oh wow! Do like that. The Saddam Hussein trial was my apex. I think. Holy moly! Yeah. So you have seen some shit go down. And that is you've got some stories yeah, that's intense 
There's one or two. That's why I smoke. You got to write your memoirs, Jeff. I want to read that book. I'm working on it, but the problem is there's a there's so many guys that are coming out of the uh, that business that are writing books. They're so good. I it, it's hard for me to compete. I love reading. Get it, get a ghostwriter. Write it with somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their stories are so good. I don't want to compete with their stories. You know, it's like ah, those guys really did some bad shit. Yeah. Wow. I was Amazing. Kind of, I was kind of more like the Mister Whipple walks through Baghdad type of guy, right? Who's Mister Whipple? I don't know some some guy that just walks through. Hey everybody, what does this thing do? And kills everybody. It's just weird. It's kind of oh oh accidental tourist kind of guy. Were you a hitman? Were you like a no? But I never knew how bad where I was until I was back home. That kind of oh wow. We were we weren't military. We were private. Yeah. It was like, hey, can you go get this? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll go get it. So we go downtown. We drive to this guy's house. We pick up this box. We put it in. We go back. We're like, you got that? It's like, yeah, why? Son of a bitch. 85 people have tried that mountain. And we nobody's ever been able to make it. Dude, we just drove up and drove back. <laughs> that kind of shit. And there's a head in the box? I don't know what's in You never know what's in the box. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, you have a beautiful ninth house, and that's divine protection. I believe so it. You- You've been you've been extra protected. You've had guardian angels chasing after you. So that is cool. That for sure. Awesome. Okay. Well, enjoy New Mexico. I'm jealous. Have a safe trip. Happy birthday. Thank you very Tell much. Tell Shirley thank trip. you. She's right there. Right here. Okay. Thank Good you, Shirley. I appreciate you guys. Right. And if you want okay. more guests, I know everybody. So let Let's me know. Do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Uh, here we go, Shirley. It's all yours. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, take your time. Oh, good trip. You're such a good boy. I gotta get some more water. How was that? It's fun. That's you always crack me up when they just like nail things that they don't know. Did I have, can you give me that water bottle? Is that is that mine or yours? Uh, Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Thank God, because I'm <laughs> I really, hey, come here, bud. I really was sort of speechless. I'm like, you. And and it kept, Suzanne's words kept ringing in the back of my mind. They said, 